evening and welcome to another episode of the Power Half Hour Unstoppable Business Owner. Before I bring our amazing guests on the show tonight, I just want to give a, a shout out and a uh, coming soon, November 1st, The Great Flood of Bobin Land is coming out, um, written and illustrated by Owen Sharp. It is uh, an amazing children's book between the ages of three to six that uh, shares a story of adventure and also leaves you with um, an amazing opportunity at the end to have some um, educational points with your children. So definitely get your copy. It will be where all books are sold. So again, that is The Great Flood of Bobin Land, November 1st. All right. Hello, Miss Don Hill. How are you? Hey, this how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing a hell of a lot better. Like, at least I'm not itching my right. my skin off. And, Flying your neck off, yeah. <laughs> yeah, or my neck. It's, it's just like, I feel, I feel, today's the first day where it's it's been better. So, good, good. Thank you to all the people who have been patient that I've had to cancel a couple shows, but I bet. But you can like you have to take care of yourself. That was like priority number one. Yes, yes. And that's you know, funny that you said that because that's the perfect segue of what we're talking about today. So Don and I are going to be doing this amazing um it here. Let me bring it up here. I have uh, here we go. She's got it. There it is. Confusion Clarity Summit. We are putting a summit together for you amazing people out there. Uh, you know, November 8th from 9 a.m. to November 1 p.m. 18th. What did I say? 8th? Mm -hmm. Oh, sorry. Uh, so we're going to talk about going from confusion to clarity and what's it going to take to get you unstoppable? Because, well, we're unstoppable overcomers here on this channel, but... Um, and everybody I associate myself with is unstoppable. So we want that for you, right? And it's funny, Dawn came to me and she goes, I have this idea, will you help me put it together? And I'm like, of course, you know, because why not? Um, and- Because you need one more thing in your life to do. <laughs> well, you know, girlfriend, if nothing else, these last two weeks, God has put me on my butt and said, not move. <laughs> yep, that's true. That's true. So now I have a little bit of energy after having no energy these last couple of weeks um, as my body detoxes yes. from getting eaten alive by mosquitoes. <laughs> it's a real thing, folks. Trust me. It's a real thing. It really if you're, is. If you're if you're not if you're not allergic to mosquitoes, you're blessed. You were just talking about that before we went live. Sorry if I start itching. Um, I still have some some spots on me that are not hundred percent healed yet. Um, but it's, it's one of those things where, um, yeah, if you, if you've never experienced it, you're truly blessed. <laughs> Absolutely. hundred percent. So Dawn, why are we doing confusion to clarity? I think that the more people I talk to, um, cause I do some consulting and stuff and then just normal conversations like at Walmart or whatever. Um, people are just, hungry for answers. They're hungry for change. They really want to do better, to know better. But a lot of times we just get stuck in our own head and in my head, I don't know about your head, but it's real confusing sometimes. And it's real hard to find clarity just with yourself. So having someone that's walked it, like where you've walked and where I've walked to be able to come together and empower people to know they can find clarity. Is it going to be super, honestly, simple and easy? Probably not. 
but it's so doable. And I think we just need to encourage each other to go, just do it. Like, okay, so you do it and you make a huge mess. Oh, well, whatever. Just, you know, someone will come along and help you clean up the mess. I mean, it's better than sitting in your own head, in your own, well, I've been there, in your own bedroom for days on end going, well, yeah, I should probably get up and take a shower. I probably stink, you know, because I mean, it really, it, it gets to that point. It can really, that that confusion and that sense of loss or grief or whatever it is, like you just don't know what you're supposed to do. And then you get so overwhelmed because honestly, we live in a world we are truly blessed in the United States um, and Canada, I believe, because we honestly can do what we want to do. I mean, there's a few restrictions here and there, but we live in the most free part of the world and we have the most resources at our fingertips. And I think that's a blessing and a curse. Absolutely. I think we kids nowadays have no freaking clue what being no clue. Oh, like, seriously, you should see my son's bedroom. Mm-hmm. Electronics are out of this world and yeah. so and he's bored i'm like dude you're lucky you you weren't around in my era because right. your ass would have been kicked outside don't and the door locked don't come back in until the street lights are until on the street lights come on and and that is it right yeah. and, and so you know and i think as as um as adults right like we're, we're a lot of us and and this is me we want to do so much more with our life. We don't even know where to start or how, how to get going, but it's like, we're on this hamster wheel. Like, okay, well I'll do this, but then it's not satisfying. Right. And it, it's constantly, well, yeah, but I'll stay in this job that I really don't like because it's an income, even though I'm like, it's basically killing me inside. Right. Um, but we tend to get into that hamster wheel where, okay, well, and when do we get off of it? When do we get off the hamster wheel of life and start living our life for us and not what everybody wants us to? Because that's a lot of things. I know as, as a, especially Christian women, you know, oh, well, you can't say that or you can't do this or, or thing like that. And I'm just like, dude, hold my beer and watch me. <laughs> um, <laughs> tell me I can't do it. I'm probably going to do it twice. I'm just telling you, that's probably what Three times. <laughs> if I like it, I'm just going to keep on doing it anyway. <laughs> exactly. You know, like, well, here in Canada, we're known for our hockey. We're known for our beer. So it's funny. And our Tim Hortons. So hold my Tim Hortons and watch me do this because I'm, I'm telling you, um, you know, uh, it's, it, it's funny. And, and you're right. Like I, I kept saying this when I was doing my, um, my overcomer playbook, it was just like, I see more people walking the streets alive, but dead inside. They have this, yes. this haunted look in their eyes and yes. it's just because they're doing stuff they don't want to do. And, right. and th- that's, for me, why I wanted to join forces with you and, and do this uh, confusion to clarity um, to becoming unstoppable uh, November 8th. And, you know, it, it is a free event. Um, and so we need you to register. Uh, and I'll get that register link in the comments here. But um, yeah, it's a free event. Come out, join us crazy ladies. Not only is Dawn and I going to be speaking, I actually have two more Awesome. Two more so far. And I, I know I have a third one that I can get. Um, right. We have a couple more speakers coming on. Women that have been in, in the same shoes that we are that are like, wow, you know, life can be 
stressful life can be overwhelming, but it's what you do with that, um, you know, that makes you come back out on the other side. Um, And, and, and trust me, I get it. I know I've known grief. I've known dark moments in my life and no stranger to that. Um, And people say, well, how do you get out of it? One foot at a time. Yeah. A hundred percent. I mean, there's no magic answer. I don't think there's no magic formula. There's no get rich quick, get healthy quick, whatever it is scheme. And that's what we're, we're such an instant society, the iPhones and the iPod, you know, I mean, everything is about us and microwaves and it's just not that, but there is a way there is things you can do. There's steps you can take. And so that's what we want to do at the conference. We want to show you that you can get off the wheel. I mean, and it might be scary and it might not make a lot of natural sense. And people might look at you like you have three heads, but that's okay because look at them and look at where they are. Is that really where you want to be? I mean, I've had to really come to the fact that everybody will give you advice, but the advice I take or the people that I try to take advice from are the ones who have something I want. Mm -hmm. Why am I going to take advice from people that are sitting in the same boat as me with no oars and, and go into that job nine to five to retire on 40% of our income and be dead by the time or broke by the time we're 65 guys, I'm not that far from 65 and that's not what I want. And if you'd asked me at 30, I was doing the thing. I was doing the job. I was going every day because of the income, but you've got to have that mindset shift at some point and realize that life is short and maybe going through grief is actually what, um, Oh good. The registration links up. Um, Maybe going through grief is actually what kicked me in my tail and made me realize life is short. I mean, my mom made it to 66. She made it three years after she retired, but she could have made it to a hundred. I mean, she lost her purpose. She sat in the house and she ended up being like heartbroken more or less. And that's what led to a lot of her illness. So and I see that all the time. I see that with people that retire. Retirement is great. Don't get me wrong, but make sure you have a plan. And yeah. I don't just mean for your finances. I mean, like, what are you going to do? Are you going to sit in the house 24 seven and just wither away? Are you going to go volunteer? Are you going to spend time? Are you going to travel? Well, if you're going to do those things, how are you going to do them? You know, and I think we tend to get lost in the, oh, I'm 62 and I can grab social security and I could retire. Yeah. Mm, you might want to look into that before you make that decision, because it may not be what you think it's going to be, at least here in States. I don't know. Uh, Girlfriend, I get depressed when I go on my CRA account and see what I could retire at. I'm like, dude, that's just ridiculous. Um, It's usually less than half of your income. And most people are struggling with 100% of their income. Mm. How are they going to not struggle on half? Exactly. You know, you said so much there. Um, You know, and I'm not making this about me, but my dad died at 69 two years ago my mom is now 67 this year mm-hmm. you know when you t- talked about that you know giving that analogy um she they've been they were um retired well medically retired for 15 years prior to my dad even dying right um and so did they retire they did but they didn't have a life they sat at home because they couldn't afford to do a whole lot or you know a vacation was hopping in the vehicle and going for a drive. Right. And, um, you know, and now that my dad's gone, my mom's by herself. And that's, that's the worst feeling as a child, 
uh, an adult child to know that your mother is like an hour away. I would love to be there more for her, but unfortunately, well, fortunately I have, you know, I have a family yeah. that I got to take care of and, and trying to change the world at the same time. So, I mean, um, and as somebody who's been a caretaker pretty much her entire life, like I need a break. Right. Yeah. And as, as weird as this may sound, I'm truly thankful for getting sick because my husband stepped up in a huge way this past week. You know, when I, when he finally found out like just how much this was taking its toll on me, it's like the man totally stepped up and, and, you know, I was like, well, you know, if I would have just asked before he would have, um, but that's not my nature. My nature is not to, you know, put a burden on somebody. Right. Um, and not that, and he didn't feel like it was a burden, but I was just like, and that I, of course, I did what every good wife should do. Thanked him, right? Because, you know, that's that's what, and should we have to thank them? No. But, I mean, that's what we would It's want. nice to be thanked, though. I mean, right? if they, if we like to get thanked. Do they do it all the time? No. But when it happens, as a mom and a wife, I'm very appreciative of it. You know, hug me, tell me thank you. I, I don't need a lot, but I do need that, you know. And I think we do. Like you said, we just do it. But we also deprive them of the right and the ability to step up. And that's what I've had to be so careful of is like, okay, wait a minute. I need to ask for help. Not just because I need it. I mean, it does make my life easier, but because everybody else needs a chance to help somebody else. Like I spend a lot of our marriage not doing that. And I rob my kids and my husband of, of life skills, of blessing, I'm sure, because I was trying to fix it all. Yes. Well, and that's exactly it. That was my aha moment after Sunday. Cause I, I literally said to my husband, like, I need to find a, a, a pool, somebody somewhere, an indoor pool with chlorine and try and curl some of this off. And at first I felt guilty because I'm like, well, I should ask my stepson if he wants to go too. And then I, my husband's like, well, where are you going? And I, so I told him and he, I said, you know, and unless you're going, I'm just going by myself. I said, because I can barely take care of myself. Right. let alone a child at this moment. Yeah. And I come back, lunches were all pre-made for the week, dinner was started. I was just like, shit. I'm going to get next Sunday. <laughs> right? <laughs> but I, I feel like in our confusion, we forget to be vulnerable. And in those vulnerable moments is really when the magic happens. Mm-hmm. And I would have never had my magic moment if I wasn't vulnerable enough to say, Hey Joe, you know, I just can't do it. Um, and I think we went to the Michigan uh, game this weekend and it was a five mile walk to the, from our hotel wow. to the, to the stadium. And that's to me, like I do that all the time. And on the walk way back though, I'm like, Oh man, I wish you would just go get the Jeep and come get me. And he goes, is it really that bad? I'm like, I'm tired. Like I'm tired. So he's never experienced that before. Right. <laughs> and so just being vulnerable enough to admit that, Hey, you know, I yeah. need help or I need something. And that's what we want to offer men and yeah. women at the summit. It's Absolutely. a safe place to, um, you know, hear our stories, hear how we overcame, but also we want, you know, your feedback too. Like we're, 
we definitely want questions. You know, what are your biggest struggle moments so that we can help you and focus this on yeah. what it is that you need, not sure. what we need. Um, right. And not to say that we're experts, but I'm telling you, there's some doozy stuff that we've gotten through that I know somebody's struggling with right now. And well, and I think that's personally why I think we go through those things is so that we can help someone else. I don't think, and I don't know that an expert is anything different than someone that's learned something or experienced something. Isn't that expert probably comes from experience. I've never thought about that, but so we kind of are in a lot of ways and it's not the experience like who I'm a physician. I'm an ex expert. It's like, no, I've been to the trenches. I've been drugged through the mud. I've drugged some other people through the mud, you know, whatever it is. And yeah, that's what we want. We want you to leave the summit empowered and clear, or at least on a path to clarity. Maybe in those few hours, you feel like that's never going to happen. Maybe not, but maybe if you show up, it does. I mean, what if one of the speakers has something that they say that just is that light bulb moment? Sometimes it's a small little tweak. It's one little nugget, one little word that can really make a change. I mean, and maybe it's you've heard it a dozen times, but that that time, it's just the time that the flip switch, the switch flips for you. I've had that in my business recently. We went through some shit. I mean, this summer we just did. And I lost a lot of momentum and I just really, my give a damn was just broken. And people started reaching out and saying, where are you? What are you doing? What's going on? How can we help you? Which was great. And I was vulnerable enough to say, okay, this is where I'm at. And they were like, well, you have something in your hands. Why aren't you doing it? I'm like, okay, you know, point taken. But they reached out, which gave me some hope. And then one of them said something I think I've probably heard a million times about, you know, you have this great story. You have this, why aren't you marketing or using that to help other people? And I was like, oh, well, that makes a lot of sense. So, yeah, I got some more testimony to add to my story over the summer, but I flipped that switch and I've had like, I think 12 sales in a month, which is huge. I haven't had that many in ages. So, and I'm getting that. It's not just the sale. I mean, that's awesome. And I'm not complaining. I'm running for a trip to the Bahamas. So I definitely want the sales, but um, it's the fact that I got to help 12 people. You know, I get to help them take their, their life back if they're ready, you know, and some people will buy something just to be nice. Some people will buy something, and leave it on the shelf. Well, it doesn't do any good on the shelf. And neither does the information you get at the summit. So come take notes. If you want to buy the recording, you're more than welcome to. Um, it's free to come, but the recording is more. And then we will give you resources towards the end on how to contact whoever you you meshed with so that you can get some further help, coaching, you know, instruction, whatever it is that they're offering. Exactly. And I think, well, we, I don't, I don't know. I think we talked about it or maybe we didn't talk about it, but, you know, we'd like, we'd like to, um, make like a group out of this and, and perhaps do, um, you know, perhaps do these events at least four times a year and yeah. next year, at least have an in-person event. I think, I that think, would be I cool. think intensive is kind of, you know, what I'm thinking is that we do like a weekend intensive where the ones that are serious and the ones that really want some change, then we pick a location and we all meet there and we just go for it, you know, and like Dorothy said, no, we're not super experts. We may bring in some other people that are, but, Nonetheless, you can get a lot of just the camaraderie and the weekend sharing and being able to be, you know, yourself. Just be real. Come come to the summit with an number one with an intention of what you want to get out of it, but with an with a real pure heart. Just be you. Don't and, and the same thing if you decide to partner and come to an intensive, just come with all your crap. Don't you don't have to leave it all at home. 
we know we're you're gonna probably tell us where the weekend's over anyways. So mm-hmm. just come with the expectation that I'm leaving all of this. Mm-hmm. You know, I did a and some people won't get this, but I follow a little bit of the Hebrew tradition and they do mikvahs, which is like rebaptism. Um, and this is the beginning of a year. So I did a rebaptism about a week ago. And that's what I told God on the way down there. I'm like, look, I want all this junk from the summer and seven years, honestly, of a cycle that we're kind of coming out of and breaking. I'm leaving all that in the baptism pool. And so my intention was when it, whoever dunked me, dunked me, um, that's what I did. And I honestly came up and I really believe like everything has switched for me because my mindset shifted and I had set that intention to leave that there and not bring it back with me. And I'm telling you what, there's been opportunities like there always is, but I am so like letting people handle their own crap. Like my husband said something the other day. I'm like, man, I can't wait to see you, how you handle that. And I know he said it knowing usually I will go, Oh, you should do X, Y, Z. But I was like, let me know how that comes out. And he was like, seriously. Awesome. <laughs> yes. And I've done it to my kids. This I'm like, I'm the freest woman on the planet. I have more time. I have more energy. I'm like, I can just like go and do whatever I want. Oh, man, and I say that jokingly, but it's there's true. so much you said there. My eyes lit up when you said camaraderie. I saw you. I was just like lit up like a freaking Christmas tree. Because for those of you that are under um, a great tree, a great tree somewhere, and don't know that I've been uh, really um, in the veteran community, when you said camaraderie, that's one of the things they miss when they come out of the mm-hmm. military. When they transition to civilian life, camaraderie's gone, their purpose is gone. Oh shit, this is all good. And and I'm getting this. Well, that happens. This is this is what I want to do for the civilian world. Like yeah. I help I help the military world, the veteran right. world. Well, and civilians have that in a job a lot of times. What happens when they work 40 years and they retire? They lose their work family. They lose their purpose. It's the same sort of thing, just a different dynamic. It's way more intense in the military or like for my husband, who's a retired firefighter. They lost the brotherhood because it's not like it used to be. And I think the veteran communities like that. Mm -hmm. I think they try to stay together, but I just don't think it's just not the same as being in the house together or being in the barracks together. You know, when you're in the Mm -hmm. firehouse, you're in the firehouse. I mean, you're there 24 seven for a day or two, um, several times a week. Same thing in the military. You're there, what, six, eight, 12 months, maybe with a leave here or there. So yeah, I mean, that camaraderie is huge. We're made to be in community. That's why I think we all gravitate towards those things. So if we can create that through cultures or independent income or whatever we do to create that, that's what we need. And we need it. And it's okay to say you need it. You don't have to be that strong, tough lady or guy or whatever, you know, and you know what, sometimes life sucks and you just need to say on Facebook today, my life sucks. You know what? It just does. Is it going to suck tomorrow? I don't know. But I mean, honestly, we got to quit faking it. This whole mm-hmm. fake it to you, make it BS. It's caused so many people and veterans included to even in their lives. Let's be mm-hmm. really real there, you know, because we're trying to be so strong that we can't say, dude, I'm struggling over here. We have actors and military and, you know, service people just all over the place that are that are so depressed. They they would either in their life or they'll in their life through drugs or alcohol or another addiction because that it's the same process. They just trying to m- medicate themselves. Absolutely. Oh, man, you said so much. Number one, I didn't realize your husband was a retired fighter fighter. 
22 years volunteer. So he had a paid job and a, he volunteered for 22 years, which means I was a single parent for 22 years because volunteers don't have a schedule. They go whenever there's a call. Oh, woman. Okay. And so that would I probably explain why our marriage was slightly toxic for the first 25 years. <laughs> okay. Well, remind me after this to connect him with Angels 14. Oh, he would love that. That would be awesome. Yeah. Because I can get him and his group. Yeah. I am connected within that. So let yeah. me do that because it's all heroes, badges, and warriors. So oh, don't forget, yeah. I'll get him connected. So he, he misses that a lot because he medically, well, he, he thought he was 20 and he jumped off a truck and busted a knee and well, he's not 20. And so they said, no, nah, you're done. So he, it was a couple years earlier than he wanted to, but anytime those guys retire, I'm sure it's similar to the military. Cause I've done a lot of coaching with them. Um, they just, they miss it. But especially like the firefighter EMTs that they're in the thick, they're in the <laughs> constant. It's almost like a war zone activity all the time. So they don't have that adrenaline anymore and no one gets it They're, I mean, I kind of get it cause I was like support for them, but it's not the same. They, mm -hmm. they really need each other to get it. Like my son was walking through something in his a divorce and his counselor said, I want you to go to this intensive in October. And I'm like, go. He's like, mom, it's just like firefighters and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, that's exactly what you need. Go hang out for a weekend or whatever with these guys. He's like, well, what if they're like, talk about their feelings and stuff? I'm like, well, then talk about your effing feelings or something, you know, <laughs> like, you know, but for real, they've got to have it like that. And that's, I was just telling, we went to get a medication check. Scott's actually coming off some of his meds, which is great. But um, I went to get a medication check and I was telling the doctor, I was like, you can't, these guys are different. You can't just expect them to be like, oh, I'm going to cry today because they can't in their environment. They can't, it will kill someone, them or someone else. So, yeah. you know, they can't have, and, and then their wives, like I told him, I said, I can't be rainbows and butterflies all the time. So if I draw in a, a coaching or a counseling client with my counseling background, I'm probably not going to just say, oh, I, I, I just want you, I'm going to say, suck it up, buttercup. Let's figure out what to do to get you through this. Now, am I going to listen to you and be empathetic and love on you? Absolutely. But I'm probably not going to tell you to cry if you're not a crier. Now, if you're a crier, absolutely. Crying is therapeutic. I have my moments in the shower, whatever, you know, and it's very therapeutic, but just some people, it they feel they've been taught, like my husband's of that generation where his dad would say, what are you going to cry about? It doesn't do any good. And he said that very thing back to me. And I'm like, dude, First of all, step off because I'm going to cry because it is good for me. But, you know, that's that takes boundaries and things like that. Absolutely. And I think as a man, they shouldn't have that. Um, no, that thrown at them. Like mm -hmm. allow yourself to cry. Like right. seriously. Um, but, you, you know, know, our generation, it, they, they weren't. We were still men. We were still boys and girls and boys just didn't cry. I mean, honestly, I was raising boys. And when my 12 year old cried the first time, I just looked at him like, what the hell am I going to do with this? Like I expected his sisters who were older to cry, but I honestly probably told him to suck it up because I didn't know how to respond because I had never been raised or initiated into boys having feelings, which is perfectly normal and fine. But yet the way I was raised, I didn't know how to respond. Now, now do I tell him? Absolutely, dude, whatever, you know, but then a lot of times guys more physical, like my, when my son was walking through all this stuff, he has built the best muscles in the entire fire service, I think, because he has worked out two to three hours a day. When he gets stressed, he goes to the gym. Great. Well, that was either go to the gym or 
get on Tinder and you know, we know where that's going. So we'd rather not drink or have sex. Let's just go to the gym. <laughs> that I mean, really is stress too, my friend. Yeah. Well, I'm sure it does, but as a mom, I'd much rather he go to the gym and not tell me about his tender life. So <laughs> <laughs> y'all are just joking. Y'all but seriously. Yeah, you should just come to the I promise you the sum will be exactly like this. It'll be no different. <laughs> There is nothing, yeah, if you're married, there's nothing like taking your husband's hand and walking right. into the bedroom and going, let's go. You know, when we got back together, um, we had gone through some counseling. We, we sought out wise counsel because we separated for about six months. Thank God we needed it. But we were having our first fight. And I remember someone saying, fight naked. You can't fight naked. You can't be mad naked. And I was like, well, what the hell? So I, I did. I went in the room and closed the door. And he was like. I can't be mad at you now. And like, I think that's the point. I think that's the very point. <laughs> well, and that's so funny because my husband has a tendency to drive me absolutely fucking insane one moment. And the next moment I am laughing my ass off. Yeah. yeah. So it's, I yeah. get you. He's, yeah. he's just funny that way. He'll, he'll say something. And I don't even know. I think it just comes out of his mouth. I don't even think it, does. About it. it probably does. Scott calls me today. I'm at the bank and he goes, Hey, why did Elvis Presley, why can't Elvis Presley parallel park? And I'm like, what? I was like, I don't know. Why can't Elvis Presley parallel park? And he goes, cause he's dead. What the hell? <laughs> Poor Elvis. <laughs> but I mean, I'm like on speaker in the bank is my phone. I need a new phone. But I'm like, well, everybody thought that was hilarious. Thanks for not, you know, saying something inappropriate at least. See, and this is the types of things that we're going to have at the conference. Things yeah, that are going to make sure. you laugh. Things yeah. that are going to make you cry. Things Maybe. that are going to make you stronger. Hopefully think. Think. Yeah. And, Hopefully think. And I know, I know for me, like, my healing journey started when I started diving deep into my shit. Um, right. right. And so when we dive deep into our shit is when we relieve it. Right. And so, yeah. and if we bring truth to the light or if that's you bring right. truth to the dark, there's light. Right. And Absolutely. so getting rid of that, that's, that's one of the best things that I've done over the last 10 years of my healing journey is digging deep. Um, and, and it, I, I have quite a few women in my life and this one lady, she goes, you know, I don't know of anybody else that works harder on themselves than you do. And I'm like, well, because I don't want to be where I'm at. Like that's, I don't want to sit here in, in, in this. Like I want to, I want to be stronger and I want to be better for it. They don't call me the overcomer for nothing. Let me tell you. That's right. Um, Well, and you don't, I mean, I, I, there's a guy, Ed Milet. I don't know if anybody follows him, but he says, I want to be a different version of myself every year at my birthday. I want to have been, I want to have improved and meet the new me. And that was so powerful to me. I was like, you know what? That's right. Because if all we did for one year was remain exactly the same, we probably didn't live that potential that was there. Now, does that mean it's terrible? No. But what if we all tried to live to our potential? Even 10%. I mean. Well, it's it's funny because I'm doing this 75 hard. And the objection of this is number one, to get grit. Which I thought I had grit before, but... I've gone to a whole nother level. But one of the ladies there said to me, as long as you're 1% better than you were the day before, that's all we ask. And I'm like, damn, that's profound. So 
1% a day, you're going to end up with your 100% eventually. Yep. Um, you know, Even so- if you mess up, by the end of the year, you're going to be better than you were before. You know, right. And there's a, a story in The Slight Edge in that book about a mm-hmm. penny and compounding interest. And, you know, if you compound interest for a penny or if you double a penny for 30 days, it's, a, it's like $10 million or something. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, so think about that in yourself. If you read something or dive into your crap and relieve, you know, some of it by the end of the year, if you really do it, you're going to feel so much better and you're going to be a better person. Your family's probably going to be better. Your job performance could be better. Your business, whatever. I mean, it's so worth it. And it's hard, man. It's hard to take that first step and let that stuff out of the closet because that closet is busted. We all have had closets that are like, you know, every company's coming, you shove it in the closet. Well, we do that in life. And you got to just open the door and let all that shit fall out. Then you got to just start picking through it. Amen, sister. So that's what we're here. We're, we're, we're helping you get rid of your shit. We're get we're giving you pat out like of your confusion. Like an emotional garage sale. There you go. <laughs> and there is a no judgment zone with awesome. us. Absolutely. No judgment zone. We're all here for each other. So man, women, doesn't matter. We're here for y'all. Right. Uh, so just go sign up today. Yes. Right now. Yes. Free registration. Um, you know, we've got your back. We're here for you. We can't That's wait right. to see you. We can't wait to meet you. It is going to be a couple hours with a Canadian and a, a, and a U.S. lady over here. And an Okie. And an Okie. Uh, <laughs> and, and then someone from Wisconsin. And we've got a, an Indiana awesome. lady coming on board. Um, so, yeah, it, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be great. Yes. Yes. And we just, uh, we really want to serve you. Um, and, you know, we want to help you get from confusion to clarity Absolutely. and be unstoppable in all that you do. That's right. That's right. Well, hey, thanks for tonight. You guys get on and register because after you do, we'll be able to send you some things and get your questions. So this really can be tailored to you. So the sooner you get on and register, the sooner we can get everything customized to make it better for you. Absolutely. All right, folks, with that, be unstoppable in all that you do and see you same time, same channel next week. Bye for now. Bye, y'all.